from API, this is Energy Tomorrow Radio, your source for information and conversation about the most important energy issues of the day. Welcome to Energy Tomorrow Radio. I'm your host, Jane Van Ryan. You've heard her name and perhaps heard her voice on the radio reporting on the price of gasoline. She is Trilby Lundberg, publisher of the gasoline price survey called the Lundberg Survey. Trilby is our guest today on Energy Tomorrow Radio. Welcome, Trilby. Thank you very much. Glad to be here. Glad to have you. Yesterday, which was May the 4th of 2008, you reported that the price of regular gasoline reached the highest price that you've ever reported in your survey. What exactly did you find? We found that prices at the pump had moved up 15 cents in the past two weeks. Uh, regular grade nationally is now 362 per gallon, uh, mid-grade is 374 and premium 386 This was $0.31 cents in the past six weeks, and the price is also up $0.55 cents so far this year. What is the average price of diesel fuel today? It's $4.29. Uh, diesel at the retail level surpassed $4 a gallon six weeks ago. Well, what are the factors that have led to today's gasoline and diesel prices? Uh, Painting the broadest picture, first of all, crude oil prices. Uh, Crude now accounts for close to 80% of the retail gasoline price. Uh, Second, in my view, are are the mounting layers of uh, refining costs, uh, most of which are from environmental regulations, uh, regulations to assure compliance with existing rules and then new rules every year, and they affect one another synergistically, adding to adding more to cost than originally uh, estimated. And uh, some of these regulations are seasonal and some not. Plus, the rising use of ethanol by government order, higher this year than ever. These things add to the cost of turning the much higher priced crude oil into uh, usable finished products. Uh, in addition, other costs are up, certainly, labor from top to bottom in the industry, from uh, exploration and production all the way down, of course, to retailing. And finally, I think that profit margins play a role in the final price. They have to be wider these days to accommodate investments in future needs, upcoming needs for new environmental regulations, the uh, the ethanol mandate that, that will grow again, it seems, and for uh, uh, it, uh, new facilities, whether they are for producing the raw resource, uh, getting the finished products to us, uh, and, uh, and retailing them in ever more modern facilities. Trilby, in your view, why are crude oil prices so high? It was about 20 years ago that oil economists knew that one of these days, to some degree, Asian demand would take off and this would greatly tighten supply and demand at some point and cause crude oil prices to rise. Uh, This did happen, so we mustn't be surprised, especially with Asia's economic development. And as for the supply side, supply is constrained. Production capacity of crude oil is constrained, mostly by the fact that 8 out of 10 barrels are in the control of government oil companies, who, who have failed to invest in their resource development because governments simply don't do as well as companies do. And some of them are so hostile to Western influence, especially U.S. influence, that they have changed their entire uh, petroleum regime 
at the cost of their own publics because the publics in those countries own the oil resource but are not getting the benefit because of lack of development of that resource. Consumers are very concerned over gasoline prices, and there are some industry critics that question whether the profit margins, which you've just referred to, perhaps are out of line. What are your thoughts on that? Well, over the decades, the uh, scapegoat targets come and go, uh, but profit margins are a perennial uh, target of industry critics. Uh, Currently, the refining margins are so low that some capacity has been idled for being uneconomic, and foreign gasoline that we need every summer to fulfill our demand seasonally is rejecting this market because those margins are too low. And as for the upstream portion of the business, oil production profits, uh, these are as good as spent already as the cost of international resource development have mushroomed. Uh, So the industry critics that you just named, I think, seem little interested in those facts, and some of them would turn the industry into government agencies of various sorts if they could, uh, but this would be this would boomerang as it would actually raise uh, costs of finished product, or they would slap huge taxes on petroleum products in order to cut oil use, or both. And what would be the impact on the consumer? The impact would be much higher prices uh, because of this uh, uh, sometimes well-intentioned meddling, just as a further government involvement has already added greatly to cost. Trilby, let's talk about your survey for a moment. How long has your firm been conducting price surveys, and what was the price of gasoline when you first started? Well, it was started in the beginning of the 1950s when self-service was just being born. Uh, We think it was born out here in Los Angeles area and in uh, Phoenix, Arizona. Back then, uh, I was only a little kid, but we still have the data. The price was often about 20 cents per gallon in the early 50s. Mm. I remember those days, but then I'm dating myself. So uh, who are your subscribers? Initially, it was oil companies, large and small, that needed to know what the market was doing in various parts of the country, and it grew to be national. It was started out here in the West Coast, and it is still largely oil companies. This includes major oil companies down to a single station retailer because they will need different things at different times. Some of the subscriptions are ongoing and some are just special requests. In addition to the uh, petroleum companies, large and small, equipment people, uh, store suppliers, and financials uh, need various things from us. It could be market share reports or it could be a study of the station population in a given area. Uh, sometimes we are input to uh, think tank studies and other special events. Well, how do you conduct the Lundberg survey, and how do you interpret your findings? The retail station sample, uh, the large twice-a-month national sample, is conducted by driving to the pump and observing the price that human beings uh, in, in, in different parts of the country are conducting these surveys. We find that is the best method. It gives us timeliness, and it gives us a a possibility of proofing. And it allows us to go to the stations we want to be in the sample so that we can also break down by brand, by type of station. For example, uh, grocery stores versus uh, garages with all of their different economics. And let us see how the different competitors are faring and which characteristics of stations are most satisfying to consumers? What is the station population evolving into? 
Well, you've been watching the industry then for a really long time, and there are a lot of proposals out there right now that um, have been proffered by presidential candidates and others who are looking at the industry and are concerned about the impact of prices on consumers. For example, there are some people who think the government should step in, raise taxes on the oil companies, and take actions to reduce the price of fuel. What do you make of that? Government involvement uh, in the oil industry is already much too great. Uh, merely the accusation of, of gouging of retailers is enough to interfere with the market. What happens when a price is too low is there is a run on that station. We did a survey of retailers across the country who said that if there were a federal anti-gouging law, they would rather risk jail than fail to pass through the price. Others said they would bag their pumps and go fishing in order to uh, try to skirt away from this accusation. What, what, what government maybe can do is to shrink its role and instead promote supply, not only crude oil domestically, but in order to cut red tape so refining capacity can expand more easily because the U.S. is becoming more and more import dependent, not just on crude, but on gasoline itself. Well, there's another idea that has been tossed around recently, and that has to do with a gas tax holiday for the summer. What do you think about that? Over the years when prices get high at the pump, there are various proposals. Most of the tax rollback or tax cancellation proposals are abandoned before they are born. Uh, once in a while, for example, it happened in Connecticut, a, a, a tax reduction may happen, but if the exact amount is not seen at a particular moment at the pump, then the retailers and others are accused of pocketing the difference. Uh, I don't think that the tax holiday can become a reality. I don't think it can get approved. And anyway, the longer-term solutions, I think, are to promote supply of crude oil and refining capacity and to allow the free market to work because the alternative is far more costly, always has been, and it will be in future if it is not prevented. Trilby, thank you so much for joining us today on Energy Tomorrow Radio. Thank you. Thank you for joining us on Energy Tomorrow Radio, brought to you by the people of America's oil and natural gas industry. For more information about this podcast or to submit questions for future shows, visit energytomorrow.org. That's energytomorrow.org.